Let's talk now if you can. Yeah, I'm ready to go. That's perfect. All right. Let's talk, my man. Yo, welcome to my summer lair. I'm your host, Sammy, resident of the Arconia, Yunnan. If you have watched NBC's This Is Us, or more specifically for this, my summer lair conversation, Hulu's only murders in the building, you have heard Siddhartha Korsal's music. He is the film and television composer, singer-songwriter, and producer of the critically acclaimed band Goldspot. His other TV credits include Nancy Drew, Love Victor, Marvel's Runaways, and lots more. Only Murders in the Building is so fun. Basically, Steve Martin and Martin Short are old and thus can only solve murders in the building. All that crime and all that great New York City, and for them, is limited to their building, which thankfully is stuffed with quirky weirdos. Their madcap antics are joined by Selena Gomez, who does her best to keep the old dudes in line. All of their sleuthing is definitely scored by Siddhartha's music, who I refer to as a sonic character. Like a boomerang, certain themes continue to circle back, and if you listen closely, you will hear clues. I wanted to do some detective work to know how this fantastic soundtrack came together and to connect with an individual who fashioned it. Here is my conversation with the soundtrack and composer of Hulu's only murder in the building. Uh, so you're ready now to talk about the <laughs> the wacky tenants in uh, the Arconia. Yeah, let's do it. I want to start with this place here because I recognize this is not an official scientific study, but I was searching Twitter and Facebook and there are a number of people discussing only murders in the building's music. Like it like that soundtrack truly connected and resonated with people. Are you surprised or what's the word that you'd use that a popular TV show which has like Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez and here the music is just as popular as those three. It's like you've almost created a sonic celebrity. Uh, well, I, I think you're very flattering and um I, I don't think that um any piece of music um, uh, or any soundtrack can be uh, as big and um, and and popular as the combination of Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I I am flattered that you think that, and um, I'm 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 just honored that the the music is is, is getting recognized. Um, and um, you know when you have performances like the ones we've gotten from. Those three, you know, it's the, the writing the music on this show is, is an absolute joy. Yeah. So at what point in the production, I just want to get some background on your work, because people tend to uh, obviously know who the actors are. The general public knows who directors are. Uh, they kind of got a sense of the writer. Then it gets a little hazy <laughs> after that. So for your work, uh, at what point in the production do you get involved? So those three, as you mentioned, decide they're going to make a TV show where they solve only murders in the building. So at what point in the process do you get the the call on the bat phone and to say, hey, can you create a sonic identity for this TV show? Well, in the case of Only Murders in the Building, um, I had worked with uh, I worked with Dan Fogelman and Jess Rosenthal, um, who are Dan Fogelman created This Is Us. And so he and I have worked together for many years on other projects together. Um, and he's one of the executive producers on Only Murders in the Building. Um Early in the process is when I was involved, uh, John Hoffman, the showrunner, and I met. Um, Dan uh, and Jess uh, had introduced me to them and to him, and 
and and put my name forward as a potential candidate to do the music. Um, and John and I just hit it off. And I think in a show like this, tone is everything. Mm-hmm. And music plays a huge part of that tone, you know? And, and so I think John needed to sort of hear and sort of Dan and everyone needed to hear what I would do to balance the sort of the, 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 the drama, the mystery, the comedy, the, the sort of um, the magical sort of realism of, of, of the show on some level too in parts, how that would translate into the music. And, uh, and so being involved early also helped them see the show as they were shooting and filming as well. I think it sort of like it, 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 it helped John and the producers and, and our director, um, Jamie Babbitt, who directed the first two episodes a lot and Jamie, Jamie directed the last two as well. But um, I, I think that was a very important part of it. So I was involved very early on. And you're, you're, so you're hearing music then, I guess, as you read the script, obviously before you're shooting it, right? So you get the script and you, I guess, as certain scenes, you can kind of hear certain melodies or music or something in your head, right? Yeah. And so when I hear the music, uh, so when I'm reading a script, I'm I'm sort of immediately, um, and the script, the pilot script was written by Steve Martin and uh, John Hoffman. And it was really, really just a stunning script. And, and so immediately when you have something that is so evocative already in the, in the in the writing, um, you know, you start sort of hearing ideas in your head. And so I started coming up with some ideas and in my meeting with John, we had a zoom call uh, in my very first meeting with him. I played him some music um, over the phone um, live in the room uh, uh, on the piano um, mm-hmm. and then just playing some demo ideas and, he fell in love immediately and identified one and said, this is our main theme. So, And is there a process of like, I guess, I don't know what the word is, like sonic Tinder going on where sometimes a piece of music you've written was intended for one scene, but it works better like as an elevator scene or something like that? Like does certain cool. music get kind of pushed around until it kind of fits at, a, at the right place? Yeah, and I think that comes with the collaboration between editors and um and and me a lot you know um and the producers you know because you know i started feeding them a lot of music as i was seeing picture um and it sort of inspired a whole sort of thing for them too i i'd written this sort of cello based version of my theme it's this very sort of driving piece that's like the it's a you know it's it's this um very sort of propulsive cello line um with the with my main theme sort of over it on bassoon and i think at that point the producers heard what could be sort of our main sort of mission theme for the show and yeah so i would write it for one area and then it would get moved and dropped into other places and I think that was the beauty of the collaboration is that they saw potential in something I'd written for spots that I had not envisioned. Um, and, and that's always one of my favorite parts of the process anyway, with editors and directors and producers is where the piece of music I wrote for scene A doesn't end up in scene A, you know, it ends up in scene X or Y, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost like Lego blocks, right? You got to try and find the right fit. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, and I've heard you talking about in another interview, you're talking about the only murders, the, the primary theme, the main theme. You've said, uh, and I'm quoting you, it's just my personality. That only murders piece is exactly my personality. Can you elaborate? What did you mean by that? Um, I don't know. I feel like that piece of music is very me, the main title theme. Um, it sort of has, I, I think I'm a, I think I have my personality is um, I, I, I have sort of I can be very I, I can be kind of quirky sometimes <laughs> um, and um, and there's also something very dramatic about it at the same time which I know I can be as well um, and there's an emotionality a melancholy to it and I think all that together is sort of like who I am as a person um it also has these very sort of like there is just some of those little bit of sort of eastern influence Indian influence in the melody um in terms of like the um the way that it's performed mm -hmm. uh, and I grew up you know in India as a kid for a couple of years and my parents are Indian and 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 so the, you know I grew up listening to old Hindi music and so there's a little bit of that sort of influence in this as well so in many ways it sort of like encap encapsulates me as a person um and and then it oddly enough sort of like resonated with the show you know the show is equal parts dramatic as it is melancholic as it is funny as it is mysterious. Um, and I think that piece covers all of those bases. You have a tone. <laughs> it's what you were saying about the show earlier, right? When you're trying to detect the tone of the show, you as a creative person, you have your own tone is kind of what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah, and it's, and it's also nice too, you know, it's very rare that like, you know, you get hired sort of on a show, um, you get hired on a show to sort of, you know, serve the sort of the vision of the director and the writer, uh, the showrunner. And, um, and, and sometimes there's that magical balance where you, you are brought on to serve that need, but they also want you to be you. And that's a very empowering thing as a composer too, you know, where someone says, you know what, you're an artist as well. Mm -hmm. And, we want to hear, you know, we want to hear your artistry in our project. What would you do? What do you feel? How would you convey the emotions of these scenes in your vernacular? And that's a very cool thing to feel. And that's how I feel on this show. It's a very inspired, inspired way of working. I want to stick with that inspired way of working because the the main title for only murders in the building it opens with a really unique drum pattern but it's not yeah. drums is it no yeah so for anybody that's kind of outside of new york city can you explain what that iconic sound is cuz that's kind of that collaboration that you're talking about yeah you know when we when i turned in sort of my early drafts of the theme you know i, I had this very sort of like um you know the basic changes were you know like um so I basically gave them, you know, and I was I sang. I was like
mean, that was a basic sort of early demo hmm. idea. Yeah. And then so cool. the producer said, how do we make it more New York? And, um, and after thinking about it, um, I was just sort of figuring out how do we produce this the right way? And then my assistant, Alan and I were talking and, and there was a drummer that I really wanted to bring on to sort of play percussion for us named James McAllister, who plays with the national and Sufjan Stevens. And he's played with me and my band as well. And I, and, um, and performed with me and I just love his feel. And so we sort of said, Hey, why don't we get James to play home Depot buckets? And the thinking <laughs> behind that was that, in the Arconia, you know, you have a mix of sort of the wealth, you have a mix, you have a mix of people that live there. There, there are people that are wealthy. There are people that are, um, you know, paying uh, an insane amount of money to, to live in that building and their rent, um, or the, or, or, or their, you know, their, you know, whatever they have to pay to live in that building is very expensive. And there's other people who may be, rent controlled you know who aren't paying as much and who can afford to be there and so it sort of made me think that new york is a mix of um of all sorts of different walks of life and 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 what if we sort of uh brought the sounds of like um the a subway station um into the music or you know it's conceivable that there would be a as you know a, a street performer begging for money uh performing in in the subway mm-hmm. on home depot buckets you know and so i think um finding a way to bring in the sort of socioeconomic uh, diversity of the city into the music uh felt appropriate and so then james got a bunch of home depot buckets and jammed along to the main title theme and it just all of a sudden it just started coming that felt like that was like the little the rhythmic sort of glue that we needed and then it just as you hear it it becomes a thing where like before the main title starts sometimes i'll begin with just james's drums the home depot buckets you'll hear that with just sort of me bouncing on the piano a little bit and um the producers heard that and instantly loved it and they said that's that's it that sounds great Mm-hmm. And so that's what you hear on the main title. Yeah, so I want to keep going with the way you kind of sprinkle these influences like New York City. Uh, you mentioned a little bit of uh, India and your background there. I want to talk about voice because in some of your music, uh, you don't do just obviously only murders and buildings, but like you do This Is Us, uh, Jack's theme, for example. Like you use the yeah. human voice almost like hot sauce, right, to enhance the flavor of the music. And I wanted to know, like, because you were in an acapella band in college, uh, off off the beat, I think it was called. So did, yes, correct. <laughs> yeah. So did that impact your relationship with the human voice and what it could do or what it could become? Well, I grew up singing as my first instrument, you know, and um, and and so I've, the voice has always been sort of like my main instrument. I was in a band, still am, singer songwriter of the band, so I sing there. Um, and so much of the way I conceive of melody comes with me sort of humming along with stuff like I just did for you on the main title theme. So um, I think there's an there's an interesting emotionality that gets added with the human voice as well that you can't ever get with any other instrument, no matter how lyrical the violin may be or the cello may be. It, it never will be as sort of um, 
as evocative as the human voice. Um, it's different, you know, it's beautiful in different ways that violin and cellos are, I love them, obviously, we use them all over the score, but um, it, there's something very different about the human voice. There's an emotional sort of weight that it carries. Um, and, and so I think the producers I've worked with, like Dan Fogelman on This Is Us and on Only Murders as well, I know John responded a lot to my vocals um, and Dan has as well. And so they kind of almost expect me to use it now. Um, and they like when I use it um, because I can also manipulate my voice in different ways that I can't really do with any other instrument, you know? Um, it, it's just a very sort of, um, I think just with how much I've sung my whole life and all the training I have in sort of Indian music as well as Western music, um, I, I, I can do runs with my voice or I can do portamento sort of slides with my voice in very expressive ways that I just can't get out of any other instrument sometimes. And so, um, and so it feels very lyrical to do that. And it, and it, and it's, um, and, and so that's why we use it. You mentioned the band gold spot. Does your approach change then when you obviously have to sit down and write music for this is us or only mirrors in the building versus like, I don't know, just creating a song out of nothing. Like, does your approach change or are you still just, you're just basically trying to disrupt the silence as much as possible and create something beautiful? Because in both cases, I'm sure you're aware of the audience and you want to connect with the audience. But does your creative process change at all? Um, you know, I think my creative process is, uh, is always sort of steeped in melody, no matter what. And, and for me, you know, the, I, I have, I'm always searching for, what sort of combination of notes in a melody best sort of capture the essence of a show or film or song. Um, and so in that sense, there's a lot of overlap. Um, obviously composing for TV and film isn't, you know, isn't the music structure isn't sort of, um, isn't isn't your standard sort of pop song formula you know of of a verse a pre-chorus a chorus um Three you know sometimes minutes. a bridge sometimes a bridge yeah so it varies in that sense and so they it, it, it's it's all very different but i think the sort of the common thread between writing songs and writing score is that ultimately you want to have a hook i think um and, and just like in a song, you know, you return to that chorus over and over again as the thing. And that's the thing that, that people oftentimes end up humming to themselves after they finish listening to your song. Um, in score, I'm sort of, there, I'm very old school in, my, in the way I approach score in that I love having sort of themes. I love having themes that we can come back to over and over again. There, 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 sometimes there can be one theme, sometimes there can be multiple themes. On Only Murders, we clearly have one central theme, but then there's also two or three others that are that are that I that I apply as well. But I think when you have thematic consistency in either a song or a score, it, it helps sort of unify the story in a different way um, and, and glue characters together and different storylines together. Um, and I think that thread is very important and becomes a very useful uh, storytelling, a very useful storytelling tool. 
Yeah, because we saw that in Only Murders in the Building because initially the three of them, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez, they didn't know each other. Uh, or at least the, the two older gentlemen kind of knew each other vaguely, but they didn't know each other. So they were only basically more or less connected by the fact they live in the building and by the soundtrack. <laughs> yes, right. And I think that's a very sort of, if you notice, um, I have you know, that, that sort of melodic line that line comes in over all the characters at various points, you know, it, it, if, it, if one of them notices something or makes an observation or a discovery about the mystery, you'll hear that melody come in. doesn't matter who it is. Um, so in a way it sort of binds them together that they have a shared purpose in this show like this purpose and this focus that you're talking about and you're like your hunt uh for melodies and hooks like there's a scene that recently went viral from the uh, get back the beatles documentary that's on disney plus <laughs> yeah where uh paul mccartney's writing on the the bass and he's just kind of like just strumming along and there's nothing really kind of happening george is in the corner there yawning and then suddenly the yeah. opening chords for get back uh, magically appear and it's kind of like a visual uh, I guess moment of a flow state and we've seen that kind of like with Michael Jordan the way he would kind of get into a flow state and just kind of like make shot after shot after shot and like win the game or win the series is that something that you as well as a creative person who kind of deals with music like is that something you can kind of consciously turn on and off or is that just you they're just you just wait for that magic to kind of just appear like Paul McCartney um well, I'm very flattered that you're putting those those icons in this, in this conversation. Um, I I very much sort of like I kind of I'm very much sort of like um, speak from my sort of instinct and gut and um, and I and and you know there have been often oftentimes like the best things I've ever written were things that I had written in like three minutes all of a sudden you know where something came into my head, I picked up my guitar, I pushed record on some device, whether it was a tape recorder when I was younger, or whether it's like a, a you know, a, 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 an app on my, on my phone now, um, where I capture what I've got very quickly so I don't lose it. And oftentimes there's like a stream of consciousness thing that happens with melody and changes and music. And I, it all flows out like literally at the same time. And it's, the piece of music is done in, you know, three minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I, then I spend months trying to make that as good as possible. <laughs> so, um, you know, but I, I think that is really how I oftentimes work. I mean, it's a balance, you know, sometimes, I mean, I'm very lucky that I get to work on projects of this caliber, you know, um, only murders in the building, um, is, is, is such an extraordinarily artful and original, and risk-taking show that when you feel like there are no sort of like boundaries and you feel like there's no ceiling you can kind of do what you want to do it's very empowering and then it makes you sort of like do great work i mean it's just a, it is a formula for it's a formula for, for for doing sort of like interesting original work you know and this show is is set up for that yeah, and they started shooting the second season. Have you started working at all on the second season sonically? Yeah, as we were talking just now, I just got an email with some scenes from the first couple episodes, so I'm excited to start working today on it. 
Okay, so we're done. I will let you go work on that uh, second season of Only Murders in the Building. Are you going to see the, the score with any clues at all uh, to give the audience uh, a little heads up? Uh, I don't know. There were clues in season one, mm-hmm. so um, I, 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 uh, I, I can't say for sure yet. Let me see what this picture looks like, and, and maybe we can touch base again at the end of the season, and I'll tell you if there were any clues. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much. Okay. Uh, I know of I took course. a little bit of your time, uh, but thank you. No, for- you were very. You were, thank you for all your interesting questions, and um, and 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 I really really appreciate your time. So thanks, Sammy. Yo, that was Siddhartha Kosla, and I'm Sammy host of my summer lair as he and i talk season two of only murders in the building is being shot right now expect that soon in america you can check it out on hulu in canada the tv show is on disney plus it's so dope it got season two these things are not always guaranteed even with star power and honestly how much fun is that show right like did you figure out who the killer was in season one did siddhartha seeding the soundtrack with clues did that help you out Let me know if you got a favorite TV show soundtrack or a favorite TV show theme. My Summer Layer for all three. My Summer Layer for IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Let me know if you got a favorite TV show soundtrack or a favorite TV show theme. Shout out to the streets of San Francisco. You know that theme? What? Uh, Theme from SWAT. That's another one that's tight. Let me know what you think. Thank you so much for taking the time and pushing play and listening to me in a Hulu world. Steve Martin, yo.